What's up everybody? It's Friday here in Sydney and we are talking how to start your flexibility journey. This is a really, really important discussion for a lot of people, especially if you have experienced a little bit of failure to launch. We're going to go deep into this. I've got Phil with me. Buckle up. All right, well, today is a very special day because you guys get to see the other side of Phil White, the best physio in the world's face. Uh, he is sitting in Rad's chair today. Rad is on a little bit of leave. We got a long weekend here in Sydney, Australia, and uh, we gave Rad a bit, of a, to- uh, a bit of a chance to tap out. And um, Rad, Phil and I are really excited because it, it means that the intellect of the show, the, 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 the general... <laughs> score of intellect is going to be raised the median score is raised exponentially now (laughs) shots fired Uh, definitely definitely not the best physio in the world i'm but i'm i'm trying i'm working on it (laughs) um yeah no i'm well it's uh strange to be on this side of the table it gives you a whole new perspective on the on the show feels like extra techie there's Seems to be more in my my view. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> He's also got the window in the background now. We have yeah. a window to the uh, gym outside where people can look in and see the podcast. And and uh, yeah, it's a cool side to sit on. Definitely. It is. <laughs> and we've got the voice of God. We got Richie behind the mic. How are you, you do, Richie? You do. I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, we're looking forward to diving into our weekly group coaching call after this to the UMS online coaching group. And you know, quite frankly, we're extremely humbled by the. 60 plus new people that have joined uh, this week. We haven't like done a drive to uh, sign up new members for quite a while because we've been focusing on how we can improve the user experience. And uh, man, it's like the door's been kicked down. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Unreal. And, and I'm really enjoying the, uh, yeah, the yeah, coaching calls all week. This week's been really good. So. It's been fantastic. So today we decided to talk because we've had, we've had a couple of really good discussions this week in regard to how to treat um, specific issues, pain points in the body uh, that people are dealing with. Yesterday, Rad and I really framed this discussion up with, uh, you know, starting to think about uh, looking beyond the, the one thing and starting to train your body as a system. Uh, I like to call it a, a, a bunch of relationships between different systems and tissues in the body. And when those relationships start to break down a little bit, uh, that like any relationship, you, you, you see problems, you know, and, and what you want to do is just get everything happy and symbiotic again. And by looking for the one thing, okay, I've got this pain in my hip. How do I fix that? I like that, that relationship muscle? analogy. It's good. You know, maybe you've got some like financial stress that's going on and then that's kind of adding to the stress. And then, you know, maybe your, your partner or you, you go out and buy the wrong flavor of yogurt and then suddenly, bam. Yeah, that's, that's where the right. that's, <laughs> that's right. where the problem come, like is expressed. But maybe the bigger problem was stress somewhere else in the system. I like yeah, it. that's nice. right. Exactly. Definitely didn't happen to me. I always buy the right yogurt. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, and and this is yeah, it's definitely like a really common thing I see as a physio, and it's something that's really changed um, kind of my thinking over the time. Where I remember when I was like you know a young athlete seeing physios, and sometimes they just kind of go down these crazy rabbit holes where it's like, oh man, yeah, you're like this problem, I remember you, that guy you saw who was saying that all your problems came from your pinky, like yeah. because of your a scar on your Good pinky. Good Lord, yeah. But um, <laughs> like, the, I That's think people- That's a tr- true story, true yes. story, folks. I've, yeah. I've got a, um, I've had an injury on my uh, on my finger that needed a, a, an operation and 
And I saw a physio who basically said that all of my training issues and strength issues was from that little finger uh, yeah. scar tissue. And then tried to sign you up for a... 10-pack. A 10-pack of treatments. Physio treatments, Love yeah. That. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's a really common thing where people, you know, uh, health professionals do it, everyone does it, where they like to find it one specific, like, component of an overall problem like the probably you know the the loudest their sorest thing and then blame all their other problems on on that one thing or they try and find really specific that, that injury identity concept we talk about a lot they kind of really hone in on one thing and then blame everything else on it when you kind of lift um, lift up the hood and you see what's you know their training's like what everything else in their life is like then you can see that you know there's a, maybe a whole bunch of different things that could be improved but um you can get so honed in on you know take that pinky for example and you know if you go get a 10 pack of treatments on that it feels like you're really tackling the issue because someone's told you it's <laughs> you know all coming from your pinky but you're doing nothing to overcome you know all the other load management issues training programming principle yep. problems so and it's and that and that's um you know why it doesn't surprise me that when people come into our ums online coaching and and rad and i sort of said it rad's rad pointed it out very uh, wisely earlier in the week in the in the series that you know the foundations program in and of itself because of its nature because of its balance it, it sort of works unilaterally initially to sort of help provide a little bit um, of improved symmetry in the body and and just the nature of the movements they're big complex movement patterns that the body is really having to work as all those systems are firing up and and getting going by nature it works as a rehab program for most people and it doesn't really matter what issue you come in with with a shoulder dysfunction a hip dysfunction a knee dysfunction just by doing that uh, and there is a there is a, a, a caveat to that as i said you know if you've got a really acute tear in the meniscus then we need to alter certain um, areas and, and same goes if, in the shoulder and, and stuff like that there will be examples where your injury is fresh enough that we do need to adapt it and we may plug in a rehab module into that you know but by nature that program in and of itself solves most issues just because it gets the body moving yeah. properly i'm going to say something that's you know maybe even a bit controversial there, but like it, it might not even be like with fairly you know uh not like really long chronic injuries but with with pains that pop up every now and again uh it's often just time it's natural course of healing the human body's really good at sorting its shit out six weeks most things will start to feel a whole lot better there's always like a regression to to the mean of your, your pain experience so um and same like the, the body is really good at finding homeostasis and sometimes it's just about entertaining the body for that time yeah. and <laughs> and then it will sort itself out so it might be that you get into you know this program and that that fixes the problem but a lot of the time it kind of wouldn't matter what you do but if you're going to do something you might as well do the best Thing you could possibly do which yep. is build up the, your foundation so that you can then progress and, and yeah. move your goals and it's something that really challenges you know myself as a physio and and like other health professionals that like coming to terms with that you know the body's really good at healing itself and yeah. sometimes you're just entertaining someone until it gets better on their own but it's it's the skill is knowing when that's true and when that's not yeah and then giving people the best sort of you know yeah. thing yeah. they can spend their time doing yeah. that will have ongoing results and yeah that it, that is um uh so it's hard it's hard to digest but it's so freaking true and i uh i'm a really big believer that if you move the body in a really nice way where you're getting all the joints working nicely you're challenging the stability systems you're challenging the strength systems you're challenging the cardiovascular systems there's two things that happen there one is as phil said it, it sort of entertains you and or, or and or distracts you from the issue 
by nature, exercise raises your pain tolerance. Yeah. Like when you're exercising and you're challenging your muscles and you're experiencing that delayed onset muscle soreness and even just the burn of a workout, it, 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 it is sort of slightly, ever so gently reprogramming your brain to handle pain in a different yeah, way. Well, there's, there's a and few things around that, like, and definitely go back to the uh, pain science series we did pretty early on in the podcast if you want to know like much more about it. But part of it is the... Um, you know, release of in, endogenous opioids. So um, that basically means like your internal painkillers. So um, that endorphin or dopamine. Um, yeah, basically the internal painkillers. But the other big thing is with pain being an expression of your perceived threat, if you can build uh, confidence in your body by doing a program and showing basically your brain that, you know, you're confident with movement, your body is stronger than <laughs> maybe you're um, you were thinking before, then that has a real effect on, on your pain experience as well. Yeah, so. that's huge. And that fits into the uh, peace and love that you talk about there with getting sort of confident and... Um, yeah, so the peace and love is that British uh, Journal of Sports Medicine um, take on uh, the rest, ice, compress and elevate approach to injury management, which I linked a bunch yesterday. Yeah. So if you wanna now, very on. quickly, before we get started, I want to know um, uh, the question of the day today is that, uh, that we're going to talk now about um, the concept of a minimum uh, daily commitment to movement. And I want to know, does anyone out there watching in the comments section, what is your minimum daily practice? Something that you do every single day to get yourself moving, irrespective of whether you actually plan to do a workout at the gym or something like that. Richie's bringing up the peace love. Yeah, leave it up there for a bit so they can see. Uh, what's your minimum daily practice? And uh, maybe Richie can type that up in the comments of the video so that we know what the question of the day is. Is might it just to go for a walk? Is it to do a little bit of stretching? going to the kettle, back to the couch, I, I know, coffee, yeah, that's back to right. the couch. I know Kalisha used to just do a little 10-minute yoga routine on the, on the lounge room floor every morning, irrespective of whether she got going or not. You know, some people meditate. Some yeah. people, you know. There's this guy who, uh, when I'm playing beach volleyball, I swear, every time I'm there, I'm, I see him running back and forth along the beach, soft sand running. Yeah. Ooh, and he does brutal. it. Like, and I was talking to a bunch of people, like, yeah, I saw him yesterday as well. I was like, what up? Like, I think that's his minimal viable yeah. uh, workout is. Yeah. Like, he seems to go a few laps. So it's like at least sort of six Ks of soft sand running. So whatever it is for you, yeah, uh, keen to hear what there it you is. Go. <laughs> now, today we want to talk specifically about the uh, how to get started on your flexibility journey. And uh, this is, this is a, it's an interesting topic because it's come off the back of the, the level of people um, that are asking questions about how to fix a pain point, how to fix something that's hurting. It might be a hip, it might be, we, we spoke about a, uh, a, a gentleman experiencing pain in the hip yesterday. We've spoken about a gentleman experiencing pain just in general when he walks, you know, all these sorts of things. And, most people, most people reach out and connect with us asking for the, the best stretch to do, as though there's a, the, 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 the notion that stretching that pain is going to fix the pain. And, you know, we, spoke, we, we speak about this a lot on the show because we are kind of flexibility training experts now by default. We've just been pigeonholed as that. But, um, and it's only purely because of the success of our stretching routines, our, our mobility routines. But the reality is, is that, that, that what is going to solve that problem or pain is not stretching. It's, it's, a, it's a balance of movement that's going to develop both mobility and strength, you know. And 
why don't you um, build a little bit of context on that um, and, and also share the, the concept of um, in, in increasing load tolerance? Well, yeah, when we talked before about systems, um, you basically got to think about like how that structure is it, or that, that system is going to work efficiently. And, and some of the times that's a strength problem and some of the times that's a range problem. So if range is the problem, then getting more range, which is kind of best done by some type of movement practice that encourages range, so either stretching or uh, loaded mobility or you know eccentric loading. If the system's lacking that, then if we give it some of that, then it'll work better. Whereas most of the time for most people, what's actually happening is that, um, that kind of capacity and strength is the issue in the system and it that basically the structure that you're loading can't quite handle what you're doing and so then it, it spasms up and um, you know tries to stop that movement and then people see that as a range issue because you've got that spasm um, you know as a response to overload and so they think haha it's a range issue I've got to stretch it out and then everything will be better but really you've kind of you've got a, it's a bit of a red herring where you've seen that spasm as the range issue when really it's a capacity issue and that yeah. strength is the right thing to do there so that's kind of like the, probably the simplest way I can explain it. But what it kind of comes down to is that, yeah, we've, we've got to really take that, um, you know, balanced approach in the, in the system of like obviously keeping a daily, uh, well, ideally a daily practice of, of movement to um, keep the range ticking along and then have a strength practice that is going to be progressively overloading and building up the capacity in that system. Beautifully said. So for those of you who are following along uh, uh, to, to completely clarify, you might be feeling a pain in a muscle from a spasm and stretching it gives you immediate relief. It might feel like it's backing or, or turning that pain response down a little bit. Uh, and then you, uh, most people will immediately conclude that, okay, the answer to this problem is to stretch it more regularly. But what, what often happens is that it, it, although it gives you an immediate sense of relief, it's not going to solve the problem. The problem that's causing the spasm is a lack of strength or a lack of load capacity. And the only thing that's going to increase that is to develop strength, to progressively overload that tendon or that tissue. And uh, this is why we like to say that the absolute beginning point of someone's flexibility journey is to adopt a movement practice, which doesn't need to be a huge thing. It can be, we have a six minute squat routine, which is literally a mobility routine that prepares people for a squat session that became adopted as a daily minimum viable practice because it's, although it's, it's it, um, by nature, if you look at it, it looks like a flexibility routine. It's actually, it's actually as much a strength routine for an untrained individual because you're taking your body through these deep ranges of movement. They're all mobi mobility drills. None of them are stretches. Uh, and mobility is a combination of strength and flexibility because you are, you are loading the body in those end ranges. You're not sitting there passively stretching. And this is similar to um, from that six minute squat routine, we created our 18 minute mobility routine. And the 18 minute mobility routine is a built on version of that, which just takes the um, upper body through a bit of training as well. And we also use some trigger points some really popular, quite nice feeling trigger point release uh, methods with massage balls and things like that. And that's what um, um, uh, blows it out to 18 minutes, you know? So you've kind of got arguably six minutes on the lower body, six minutes on the upper body, and then six minutes of sort of trigger point myofascial release on ma self-massage techniques, essentially, you know? And the what it does is it's giving you a really great balance of flexibility and strength. It's giving you some, some um, sort of, I guess, controlled 
um, uh, tissue palpitation, like t touching pressure, palpation. palpation, sorry, pressure, which helps to, as I said before, it does a lot of things. It raises your pain threshold. It, yeah, it, the, the way it does that is it's, it's such an interesting thing, uh, but it, it's basically like you're, by controlling the, the pain, exp like the exposure of your tissues to a stress, but you have control over it. And so it basically like reframes your brain's uh, like response to sensation from there. So it's quite a, a cool thing where like, just by controlling the pain, you like, yeah, you basically get back control. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And, it, and it's very, very, um, it's very successful. It's very popular. This routine is very, very popular. It's among our most popular sort of standalone products that we sell. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 in, in hindsight, when we designed it, we designed it as a, as a routine to warm our bodies up and prepare our bodies for physical exercise. Uh, we never really intended it to be a, uh, a standalone routine because we would follow it up with a, an hour of physical training afterwards, strength training, you know. But um, for someone who's looking for a minimum daily routine, it works exceptionally well, you know, and, and it works exceptionally well to bolt on to a bigger workout as well, you know. But what we want to talk about here is that the reason why it works so well is because it's not just stretching. It's loading the body through ranges of movement that you probably got very poor load capacity in. And uh, it's, it's something that you can sort of build on and progress on and get better at over time, which works extremely well to solve all of these little problems in the hips, in the shoulders, all these little pain um, uh, muscle spasms, because it, it's going to take the body through those nice ranges of mo motion. So it's gonna do what Phil was talking about before. And that's what we recommend you guys do to start your flexibility yeah. journey. I think the hardest thing with getting started on anything is knowing what to do and having to make decisions about what you do, which is why when I first started training in a gym, I had a membership at a $6 a week place and I absolutely hated it and I never went because I just, the only times I'd go in there, I just have no idea what I was doing and sort of look at what other people are doing and try and imitate what they're doing in the machines and I felt stupid. Yeah. Uh, whereas coming in here, uh, when I st then I learned to love the gym because it was basically like, you get told what to do, you do it, you feel satisfied that like <laughs> yeah. you've done the right thing and then you come back and you do it all again tomorrow. And I think that's what's so good about this program is for when you're starting out in your flexibility journey, it can be hard to know like, oh, should I, you know, be spending my time doing this, doing that? Um, and just by like following along doing this 18 minutes that that really lowers like that that thinking stress <laughs> and yep. when you have to think about so much else in your life just being able to follow along um the video you get in the in the program or you know you, you'll soon start to just learn what to do and you know you might get a bit creative and add things on or spend more time on certain things but just by having something really simple to follow along and then you can build into a daily practice um like that will get you so much further than having like sitting down and trying to design some elaborate um, elaborate program. Yeah, so. 100%. And, th and that, um, my friends, is the secret to a really good first step. Uh, it's the, 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 what I'm trying to allude to, the secret is not just stretching. It's, it's a combination of loading to build those load tolerances in the tissues and mobility work, a little bit of stretching, a little bit of um, uh, tissue palpation is that is that how I'm meant to pr uh, pronounce yeah, the word? Yeah. I've had that. I just quickly on a side note, to, if I just <laughs> um, digress a little bit, I've named that incorrectly for almost twenty years. Yeah, I've, I've caught you off a few times on it. <laughs> <laughs> palpitation, palpitations is when your heart's like that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palpation is palpation touching. is palpation touching, is basically yeah. just like touching the body, touching the so, body. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah and we're yeah yeah i hear it all the time anyway um but yeah i think it's a yeah really nice like combination of that and if you can do a bit of learn that sort of soft tissue work with a massage ball and that's a great way of you know you're not having to see a massage therapist that costs loads of money yeah and it's you know if you can go through um yeah that daily practice of like and it's going to be really variable for different people at different levels like when i was doing hk rehab like getting up out of a chair um sit to stand was basically like a one rm squat for some of the people i worked with so yep. depending on the strength you already have it will be more of a sort of strength routine yep. Yep. compared to you know yep. maybe younger and fitter people who are really strong so that's yeah 100 percent. Oh, the best thing is that it works for both it works as a, as a for an absolute beginner it's going to be really a strength routine as much as a mobility and flexibility yep. routine and for a really advanced person it's going to become a really great daily maintenance tool or preparation tool for harder training now we have two versions of it because the first version has foam rolling in it instead of the massage ball we in the second version in version two of the mobility 18 minute mobility routine we progress to the massage ball to get a little bit more specific a little bit like a smaller um, uh, contact point on the body uh, and you can you can sort of go in a little bit deeper with the massage balls but they're both brilliant routines uh, we had like so many people uh, adopted and loved the first version one of the 18 minute mobility routine it used to be called the 18 minute flexibility routine long story it's now the mobility routine because it is a mobility routine it's just that we thought that flexibility would be more popular and people would understand it more when you <laughs> when you google mobility it comes up with mobility scooters like uh for the for overweight or people with um disabilities you know so i was like okay we're not calling it a mobility routine because I thought maybe people would get that really confused yeah. anyway uh, and it, this is where we recommend people start uh, don't start your journey just stretching that's the big take-home message from today do something that's going to develop your load capacity so that those muscles don't need to spasm anymore you know stretching them alone is only going to cause temporary relief it's not going to fix the problem you need to get that body moving as a system you need to start cultivating good relationships healthy relationships <laughs> with all of those tissues with all of those joints with all of those systems you know in the body and uh and we recommend that you do all of it, not just the um, neuromuscular or the musculoskeletal system. You also want to stimulate the cardiovascular system. You also want to stimulate your uh, energy systems by, you know, experimenting with nutrition and, and time-restricted eating and all these great things. You know, you want to get all those systems working symbiotically together because when any of them start to break down, you experience problems. Uh, it might be hormonal problems, it might be musculoskeletal problems, it might be um, uh, energy system problems. You become very inefficient at metabolizing fat and you start to store fat. You know, there's all these things. And that's what we want you, if you're here with us for a couple of years, that's what we want you to start to understand. The body is just a big series of, of relationships between different systems that all need to be working symbiotically together. Yeah. And the results, the, your current state is a direct result of how your systems have been functioning. That's and exactly I was, right. That was in a business book that I was, I was reading the other day. I can't remember which one it was. It would have been Clockwork, I think. With yeah. um, And he was talking about how basically like the results you have, like they didn't happen by accident. They didn't happen from, from some kind of magic. 
it's like a direct result of how you, like your in this case business systems but in this you know in what in our context how your, your body your health systems 100%. are functioning so you've got to um you know think about where you want to be and then design the systems to get you that result yeah, so. 100%. And the, the, if you want a done-for-you system, if you want something that you know is going to deliver great results uh, straight off the bat, someone gave us a dislike. Uh, Diane Norbury. Come on, mate. Again. <laughs> I feel like you've done that before. Haven't you? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's been a mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want a done-for-you system, you know, that's just super easy that you can plug in and play with straight away, which is totally understandable. Not everyone needs to learn how to fish at the start. It's As Phil well, yeah, said, it's about getting started. It's just about getting started. Then uh, check out our 18-minute uh, mobility routines. We've got version one and version two. And I think Rad has organized uh, with Chris and the guys who do our marketing that the version two is going to be on sale as a flash sale uh, this weekend, uh, which I strongly advise that anyone who's not in the UMS online coaching group, if you haven't got a minimum daily sort of movement practice established, this is a really good opportunity to get started. Uh, it, it, it's going to provide you everything that we've told you today. It's going to provide you with a, a chance to really level up. It's going to complement all of your other movement practices if you are already exercising, if you're an athlete, if you're into sport. Uh, it's going to help with those you know, feelings of stiffness, those, those um, spasms occurring in hips, shoulders, back, wherever it is that you're experiencing it, it's gonna get your entire body moving and it's a really, really great routine. Uh, so I strongly advise you jump in. Now, I wanna give some love to those on the live stream. We did have quite a few people on the live stream earlier and only a few people said hello. Andy, Lee Clements, Aiden Potts, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, if you're watching in Australia and good evening, if you're watching in the US and Good night if you're watching like Andy Lawson in um, Europe because it's about the middle of the night over there. Uh, and guys, um, we would love to know what your minimum daily exercise consists of. Throw it in the comments. We're wrapping up this uh, stream now, but we still want to come back and have a look and give you guys some feedback. And uh, before we jump over to the online coaching group, quick shout out that that 14-day uh, opportunity to trial the UMS online coaching ends, I think, in the next 24 hours. It either ends today or tomorrow. I have to um, confirm with Rad. Uh, it is your last chance to jump on that 14-day free trial. It's a really big deal because we are uh, changing this program going forward. We're simplifying the online coaching program to um, demystify it a little bit and to make it more clear where we want people to focus their attention. And uh, as a result, there is um, the, the, the price is going up and we're also removing all of the additional programs and offers like the 18 minute routines and things like that because we don't want people to be distracted when they get in there. We wanna be able to provide the best possible results to everybody. So get on that. Much love to the people on the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We love you, love you, love you. And uh, much love to everybody watching the replay um, on YouTube in a month or so. If you guys want to get in here and interact with us, ask us questions along the way, uh, comment, uh, dive over to the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group and uh, get going. Diane Norbury saying, oops, definitely some kind of mispress. Just noticed the caption speech to text. 
<laughs> All good. Have a great weekend, everyone. We've got a long weekend here. I'm not sure if we are doing a show on Monday. I don't think we are, so we'll see you all Tuesday, um, Australia, Sydney time. And everyone in the UMS Online Coaching, jump over. We are going to be reviewing all of your videos and answering all of your questions in about a minute's time. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.